Good morning. Today is July 28th, 2022, and you're listening to WRDWDQ. I'm Hannah Todd with Robbie D. Wood, and today I'm joined by Barry Bonner, our controller. Barry, how are you doing today? I'm good, Hannah. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Uh, why don't you take a minute to introduce yourself to our listeners? Yeah, so I've been controller with uh, Robbie D. since 2019. Started in October and uh, been, been working with him. I've got uh, two daughters. Uh, me and my wife have been married for 13 years. Um, my oldest daughter, Darcy, she's six. I got a young daughter, Daisy. She's three, and I got one on the way mm. uh, due in November. His name is going to be Barrett Hawthorne. We're excited about him coming. So it'll be a nice fall present for us. <laughs> Okay. We were almost out of diapers, but now we're back in. Yes, and you you probably could see the light at the end of the tunnel as far as daycare bills, too. Yeah, yeah, we were trying to. Uh, <laughs> now we're right back in. Well, congratulations. Now you have a, a boy in the family. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, so let's talk about your professional career and how you got into trucking and then into your current role, which sort of led you back into trucking. Yeah. So I started trucking, um, working for PNS transportation in 2008. I started as a dispatcher at a small fleet with a flatbed operation. Um, I worked with them two years and got an opportunity to move down to Mobile to, uh, to run a terminal down there. The steel mills were coming up and they wanted to service them. So I moved down there to manage that terminal. While I was down there, I got my accounting degree. I had had some previous credits and uh, decided that I wanted to uh, to kind of further my education. So I took that opportunity when we were down there. After I graduated, that was four years later, I uh, moved into an accounting role uh, worked for them in finance, uh, worked with the CPA firm for a year, kind of uh, enjoyed it, but wanted to get back into transportation, um, worked with CNS again, and then uh, rest of the history, got the opportunity with Robert D. Wood, and uh, that's kind of where I am now. So, so I did a lot, did a lot in operations um, and accounting, so it's kind of, the total was seven years, and then about, I don't know, five years, I guess, now in finance. And altogether, how long have you been with Robbie D. Wood now? So, uh, started in 2019. Okay. So that's three years. Yeah. Awesome. Three. So, seven years in operations, including making a move to another town. I'm sure you have a lot of respect for the drivers and our dispatchers and all the folks that are interacting in transportation every day with the, you know, that are the face of the company, so to speak. Oh yeah. Transportation. It's, it's controlled chaos. I mean, it's, uh, I, I have deep respect for not only just, not only the, the, the ad the administrators or the operations dispatchers or load planners, customer service reps, but, wholeheartedly the drivers I and mean, they make the, the business run uh, they they bear the brunt of all of it 
right? So being on the road, getting behind the steering wheel, they, they're the ones who pay our paychecks, you know? Yes. Uh, we're there to support them. And I've, I learned that early on in, in my career at, you know, with my first job. Um, that, that's, that's the, that's the nature of the business. And that's why we need to take care of them and, and, uh, represent the company to them because, you know, sometimes they're, they feel like they're alone on the island. So, uh, you know, when, when the phone rings, you know, you need to represent the company because you might be the only point of contact they have. So that was something I established early on. And then, yeah, that's worth repeating, especially the part about sometimes they feel like they're alone on an island and how important it is that we have, you know, a good attitude and give them the support that they need and answer the questions that they have. Because you're right, they're out there driving and interacting with customers and doing their best to explain how we fat-fingered something or whatever it might be. Yeah, for mechanical issues, I mean... uh we recently took a trip, you know, and if you have a mechanical issue when you're on a vacation, you know, it can be frustrating. Just imagine if you want, if it was your job and mm-hmm. your livelihood depended on it. So it, you know, when I was in operation, you know, sitting in that chair as a dispatcher, like the, the highest priority that I tried to, to maintain was I need to be uh, a, a diffuser of heightened, you know, frustration mm-hmm. um, because it just, it just, but being on the road like that, traffic in general, I mean, it, it'll make you go insane. So uh, I have deep respect for, for for every man and woman who gets behind the steering wheel. I mean, it's it's not for the for the faint of heart. Well, speaking of support and you know being there for them, you're in control, and some some may not know, realize this. You're in control of helping us get set up with four hundred one k as well as uh, a lot of the paperwork involved with lease purchase. So why don't you quickly explain to us when and how we can get enrolled if we are a company employee for 401k? Yes, so the 401k is it's available for employees who have had a year's worth of work within the company as a company employee. So, um, we recently had a gentleman who uh, had worked for a while, then quit, and then came back. But it goes off of your original hire date. So if you have a cumulative year, you are available to participate in the 401k program. Um, and it's a 50% match up to the first 6% of your employee contribution. Um, and if you want to be enrolled in it, uh, you can reach out to me. Um, or you can reach out to your, uh, your dispatcher or even someone in payroll and they can get, they can call me to me if you don't know my email. Uh, of course it's Barry B at Robbie Um, then I'll give you the, the forms to fill out. Um, it's, it's pretty simple. Uh, then you get it back to me. I submit that to payroll so they can create the weekly deduction. Um, and then, uh, I input it on the Fidelity side, but I'm the point of contact between Robbie D. Wood and the Fidelity uh, and administer the plan. Perfect. And uh, for, for lease purchase, uh, I'm more of the behind-the-scenes guy who's building the, the schedule and keeping up with the uh, uh, principal balances and that and that and so forth. But most of that stuff kind of goes through Robbie, um, I believe. Yes. 
And then also Donna Brown assist him, which I'm hoping she'll be on the podcast in a couple of weeks. And she's the one that's doing the, um, I guess, like contract paperwork versus you doing the amortization schedule and um, interest rates and all that. Yeah, that's right. Okay, going back to 401k uh, really quickly, for those who might be like me, we don't really understand investments as far as what we should or should not be contributing to. Are you the one that's managing where the company as a whole, like if I just select, you know, the general pool to put my money into, are you doing that? No. So we... We are partnered with Fidelity. Mm -hmm. They are managing the uh, portfolios, right? So, um, and the the funds. So you'll have, usually on a spectrum, you'll see uh, non-aggressive, aggressive, aggressive, most aggressive. You know, that it kind of follows that, how risk averse you are. Yes. Um, And then you select which fund you want yours in. And I'm not, I'm not a, uh, I'm not a certified, uh, financial, financial advisor. That's right. I, I can't really give you advice on that outside of a personal, right? Mm-hmm. I'm typically, I'm, uh, I'm not very risk averse. I, I want to make sure that my bucks all line up in a row, you know, mm-hmm. but some people are more risky and they, you know, they, there's more reward with that. Um, but within our portfolio, you can select one of those funds um, based on how aggressive or least aggressive you want to be with it. And Fidelity manages that. Okay, so there are options there. In... That's right. Okay, gotcha. All right, and then That's also, right. so, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, once you enroll, um, you kind of get a login with Fidelity and then you can go in there and you, you select all that. Um, and we have a liaison. Her name is Beth Eaton uh, with Fidelity. And she can also assist um, with any of the applications of Fidelity or, or navigating the website. So we have that resource available uh, for any, any of the participants within the plan. Perfect. And then with lease purchase, are you determining like when equipment is ready to be purchased or are you strictly being told, okay, we're ready to purchase or sell this tractor. Here's the number. Here's what we want to sell it for. Work your magic, Robbie, Barry. Ro- Robbie is handling handling the sales himself mm-hmm. with Donna. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they tell me, hey, this is, you know, this is what we're offering. They want to see an Amwork schedule and a, and a payment plan to see what it looks like and I'm assuming that they're that they're that they're discussing those with the potential buyers of those uh, lease purchase vehicles okay but I'm not directly I'm not directly involved with the sales right uh, of the asset just when it happens I put it all together uh, for them okay I gotcha that's what I thought but you know things change from time to time sometimes like the wind so that's why I just want to clarify I've been told recently because I used to be heavily involved with lease purchase as far as like communication letting people know but to my last um, discussion with Robbie it's my understanding if a driver is interested they should reach out to their dispatcher or terminal manager whoever's the highest person on their load board who then would in turn reach out to Robbie and then that's when all that 
starts as far as what you just mentioned. Yeah, that's right. Um, and just and just on that, I mean, I think it's a a safe investment, right? Once okay. you got established with the company, um, some time you you know your dispatcher, you know the company, you know how it operates, you know the lanes, you know the the, the type of uh, commodities you'll be hauling, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's it's a it's a good investment tool um, to take advantage of um, because you know you, you're now owning your own business um, the only only two things that I ever mentioned are you know make sure you watch your, your maintenance have yourself some type of savings built up we don't have we don't manage an escrow account so it is on the on the, the lease purchase for owner operators if that stuff comes up, but you know, we have the shops and the utilization of those shops um, to, to make sure that your maintenance is in good, uh, in good standing and you're not getting, you know, overnight. Uh, right. That's, that's too drastic. But that would be my only uh, advice for a potential lease purchase is know upfront, you know, what costs you're about to get into within the full year. And then after your first year, you know, you, you should be able to budget for that and, and kind of know where you're going to, where you're going to fall out. And then it's, it's you know, how, how much do you want to run? That sort of thing. That's awesome. And then what impact do you directly or indirectly have on the driver as far as like, for example, I know that you're the one who, I guess, gets the toll bills and communicates that to another department, to the payroll department to re, um, not reimburse, but, What's the word? Yeah, like, so that, yeah, go ahead. To, to charge them? Yes. Yeah. But what so, other yeah, things like so, that do you do? So pre-pass, the tolls, um, also uh, IFTA, mm-hmm. IFTA fuel charge. So IFTA, you can get a refund or a uh, or a charge, depending on how it shakes out. Okay. And that's, that's the monthly through com data, which is why it's so important that we – we utilize our com data fuel cards uh, so that it captures not only uh, your mileage that's coming through LME or McLeod and our com data GPS locating system, mm-hmm. but also the fuel locations. Because if you're not getting those that information in from an LP or owner operator standpoint, they could be leaving money on the table, uh, or vice versa. Get get a hit at the end of the year or something with, with the way that it is calculated. So that's why I don't know. Um, sometimes we'll see if we're using cash or other things to pay for fuel. Um, but it's important to kind of use the, the, the fuel card so that we can capture all that information and make sure that your if the miles are being calculated properly and that you're getting the refunds you're due or the charges that, that need to be paid depending on how it shakes out with the mileage usage and the fuel stock. Um, sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say outside of, outside of ISTA and fuel, also maybe truck washes. Um, I'll see some truck washes that come across that we charge, um, charge back through, um, I'll get into that now. 
That's pretty awesome, the advice that you gave about um, using the Calm Data card. Because I have so many drivers say, I've got my own fuel card. I won't be using that. But I didn't realize the impact that it makes on IFTA at the end of the year. Because not, I mean, most drivers, a lot of drivers ask for their miles. Um, right, right, right. So we're doing, uh, we're uploading those mileages from, well, it's coming from like multiple sources. You have your, your LME miles, like you're loaded it into this, get plugged in. And you also have the GPS miles that are coming in through Comdata. But then also the fuel stops themselves. Um, so if it recognizes that you've paid for fuel in a certain location, it, it's been calculating like your mile per gallon. And then it also calculates what percentage of the mileage driven is should be apportioned to different states. So if you bought fuel in Alabama but drove more miles in Georgia, then it portions that out. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we don't have that data captured, uh, it, it throws a wrench in the system and it can't calculate it all because it's not all there. So it is something to to take into consideration. Also, I don't know if, uh, if we have, I mean, I think we have, uh, fuel, uh, discounts and stuff. I don't know if that's due to the part of you. Not also something to take into consideration when you fuel, especially the price of fuel. Now I'd be taking every discount and rebate I can get my hands on. Exactly. Uh, yeah, some of them have their own discount programs, but the ones who don't, that's a very good point. Okay, uh, moving on, we're in the well worth the wait weight loss competition. Got a few months left until our final weigh-in in December. Do you have a healthy tip of the week for us, Barry? Yeah, I'll give you a healthy, healthy tip. I'm not I'm not practicing it right now. Okay. Uh, I should be, but uh, a good healthy tip, is don't keep junk food where you can get it easily. There you <laughs> so go. Keep, keep, keep the healthy snacks there. Don't buy the uh, the the nutty buddies and the uh, cosmic brownies and have them around because you'll more likely gravitate to them if you've got the sweet tooth. But if you have the apple or the banana or the oranges and peanut butter, uh, peanuts, cashews, that kind of thing that are a little bit more of a healthy snack, Mm-hmm. keep those around to keep you from just like diving in headfirst into the candy jar. Yeah, you straight up name drop Cosmic Brownies. Some of us feel seen. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a problem I have. <laughs> <laughs> um, What kind of safety tip do you have for us this week? I like to add one of those every week as well. Uh, well, was it being a million degrees outside and for drivers and everybody, but the hydration is, is key. Uh, stay hydrated every now and then. If you're, if you're working outside, drink a Gatorade because you do need the electrolyte. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've done some, I've done some long distance endurance events, uh, when I was a little leaner mm-hmm. and, uh, you can have all the water you want, but if you get, if you're sweating a lot and you're, you're getting close to that dehydration, Getting that imbalance of the electrolyte, it will mess you up and you won't be able to think straight. So just keep a good eye on your hydration and your electrolyte so that, um, you know, you can work and, and continue to be safe, right? Um, and not, not get an issue of heat stroke or uh, 
other other issues that come along with, with heat exhaustion and being in the sun and working outside too long. I like how you said every now and then because in my previous company, uh, we did work with a lot of pickup and delivery drivers, and those guys pound Gatorade and Powerade all day long. Well, then it would come time for some of them to renew their med cards in the summer, and their blood pressure would be through the roof from the sodium. Yeah, sodium is too high. It's mm-hmm. got a lot of sugar in it. True. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of downsides to drinking just Gatorade by itself. You need to kind of have a good mix of it. Agreed. Okay, equipment update for those who are wondering where our new trucks are. The punchline is, so are we. Um, we thought the ones that were going to be delivered in May were going to start showing up this week with the first one being delivered yesterday. It hasn't made it yet, but we do anticipate that they'll be here within the next week or so. And we've been told, or I've been told by Brett, that the ones that are for the van division specifically, you know, once they're here, it's pretty much sticker and go. The ones that uh, would need a little more time here at the shop would be for PTO and chemical, specifically for chemical. Um, Barry, do you have anything to add about equipment? Uh, no, I, I don't. Okay. Um, I'm just, I'm waiting on them myself, so. Yeah, because I guess you have to do some stuff, what, in dossier, or not necessarily in dossier, but what what programs would you be using? Uh, just when I, when I see them, it, uh, it hits some stuff on our balance sheet. So I see. I'm always looking for, for that stuff to happen. Okay. And then the final announcement that I have for the company is we are officially on a waiting list for company drivers because of the new equipment. Um kind of being back ordered. That being said, we don't know if it will be a week, four weeks, six weeks, but we will be talking to company drivers that you refer. It just may be several weeks before we can get them to orientation. And um, why do you care? Those of you who are good at referrals and sending us referrals, we're right now you should be focusing on those who are wanting to make a change in the future, but not immediately. If somebody just cleaned out their truck, we're probably not the guy, the company for them. But if you've got someone who's unhappy and they're starting a window shop, start talking us up. And then also, obviously, owner-operators, you can keep them coming in, and we'll keep leasing them on when they, you know, meet our portfolio, so to speak. I'm going to use Barry's word from earlier in the podcast. Anything what's you want? The, yep. What's the recruiting bonus up to now? It's currently at 3000 3000 Is that... Uh... It's How a, long is a wait to the fully paid? Fully paid is five months, and the first payout is the pay period of the first load pulled. So it's very quick okay. on the first payout. Awesome. So it's very lucrative. Um, we've had a lot of guys take advantage of it in general, but especially since we umped it up, bumped it up to three grand. So y'all just keep your eyes open um, and and ears to the ground for drivers who are looking to make a change. We continue to lower our turnover rate and that's because good drivers find more good drivers that's the best recruiting tool our company will ever have and won't be long y'all may work me out of a job if they keep having a uh, waiting list (laughs) all right was there anything else you want to add um barry to today's episode no i just uh for every driver and and person out there listening i I appreciate all y'all's work um we're making very good strides, um, very, very healthy, um, very healthy in our, 
profitability. So that's that's all thanks to all the hard work that gets done day in and day out from our drivers and administrators and back office and and uh, dispatch and, and load planning customer service. I mean, it's it's all a, a team effort, and I'm just so thankful to be a part of it. Absolutely, I'm glad you mentioned that. I mean. I guess I should have already asked you if the company was making money, uh, but it sounds like we yeah. are. <laughs> very, very healthy, very strong. So very, yeah, it's, it's, it's been awesome to, to watch and, and be a part of. Wonderful. Well, thank you for coming on today, Barry. All right, thank you, Hannah. Absolutely. This is going to conclude this week's episode of WRDW The Q. Please listen next week as we continue our summer series for support, and have a great day. 